Welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we dive into our relationship with our life's challenges, successes, and evolution. We recognize that we're all just people on a spinning rock, hurling through space with the intention of simply becoming better. My name is Nick Blake. I'm sitting here with my father, friend, boss, mentor, Mr. Dave Blake. Hello, Nicholas. What's happening? What's changed? Living a dream. Uh, let's see. I'm a little bit older right now than I was at the beginning of this podcast, and I feel like I'm a little bit better, too. Well, that's good. I mean, that's changed really quick. Yeah, I'm that's growing like, fast. I mean, how many seconds? We're 41 seconds in. You're growing very quickly. I know more now than I knew a minute ago. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, you're changing it substantially. Yeah. Well, it's part of it is because of your influence in my environment and who I'm sitting with. So what did you want to dive into today? This was your topic. Yeah, I want to talk about environment. Environment, um, as far as the surroundings and the space that the space that you're in, right, and the things that you surround yourself with and the impact of the environment. I mean, it's a subject that we, it's something that we think about, but, you know, if you really look into what is impacting us and how we act and how we respond, there's everything is, a, it's all of a matter of the people and the places and the things that we're exposed to. So I'd like to talk about that, like people, places, things, talk about like consume, like what we consume and, uh, you know, just how that impacts us. So is there any one thing today that you had experienced that made you think about that? No, I think it's a good topic. I, I, I don't think there's any one thing, but it's something that I'm mindful of. Totally. And, it, and there's a lot of examples of that. Like, you know, uh, when you stop drinking, right, first of all, right, that's one of those things. The There's a tendency to continue to go to the environments that you would go to so that you can hold on to your to your new commitment to not do something, but then put yourself in an environment where that activity takes place, right? right? And I found that it took a while to let go, but everything became so much easier when I didn't force myself into environments that influence me. It's like people and having relationships, right? Like if you're with people that are toxic, right? Either you have to work really hard at overcoming the toxicity to have enough energy. Oh, there's such toxic people. There's such, you know, there's just, they bring me down. Well, why would you go back to that? I mean, it's not to say that people don't go through hard times and you're there for them. It's because people like what is common, what is known, what is comfortable. What is comfortable doesn't necessarily have to be what's good for you. It doesn't, it, yeah, it may not be the fact that even people sometimes know, even I'm talking when I say people, I mean myself, that you don't, there's a freedom you don't have to step into that space all the time. And when your your environment produces more of what that actually is, right? If you want to go if you want to go get in shape and you want to uh, eat healthier, well then you definitely hang, go hang out at McDonald's with your fat friends. Exactly. And you go to places where you can just, you know, sit down and not do anything and be lazy. I mean, your environment impacts you so much it's totally like, but it, it goes deeper than just where you physically are it's also what we choose to actually have in our phones who we actually follow on instagram who we are friends with whose posts we read what news we watch what news we listen to what news we argue with who we argue with what we think about it's it's everything so, yeah and that's so the, that's the consumption piece yeah. yeah 
Like, let's right. talk about consumption. Everything is consumption. How does one set themselves up for success? Well, you remove the pieces that don't align. That's a great starting point. I mean, if I know we talked about how New Year's resolutions weren't a great thing last week in the sense that what most people do traditionally is not follow through on them because it's too radical of a change. But one good thing that you could actually do right now is audit what aligns and what doesn't and separate from those things. The reason I like subjects like this is because this is stuff, this is the stuff that you don't necessarily have to write down as a goal, but you set it as a, as a moment to moment intention. Like if you really are unfamiliar, whether or not the environment talking about people, places, things, and what you consume, whether if, if you're not really sure of how that impacts you and what yours looks like because you never really looked at it, you can you can do that at every moment. You can do that like what we're thinking about what we're doing right now. You're not going to create a podcast and sit there and have a healthy conversation if you're at your house, I'm at my house, and each one of us are doing something that distracts us to do something else. Like This produces an environment of thought, of creativity. It produces uh, more courage. Uh, you know, it, it just helps us, it helps us function our, our minds and stretch and flex the way that we think about things, how we express things, how we say things. You can put yourself in the environment and there's a freedom to change that. And it's one, it, it can seem like a difficult thing to do, but it's such a, it's free. It's completely free to do that. I mean, it makes no sense to put yourself in an environment that's uncomfortable whether it's somewhere that you're living, a place that you're working, relationship that you have, an environment that you go to, why put yourself through that? It doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't put shitty gas inside of your vehicle and then expect it to run well. I mean, that's what people do every day, though. That's a that's a constant practice. Your fuel, your food. I mean, yeah, there's people that do all foods, sugars, constantly. Yeah, there's people that do all sorts of things that I wouldn't necessarily think that are healthy. It's like it's like what you say. That's another thing that is so easy to change in your life. If you want more of something else, watch your say, watch your negative thought, watch your negative self-talk, your negative uh, the 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 negative twist you may put on something. Watch how you limit yourself and what you say. Say somebody doesn't. I had a good friend that wasn't happy with his career for years, and I would ask him if he's looking for something else. He's looking for another job. There's nothing out there. Oh, I mean, that's how yeah. you start. The, there's nothing I, out I've there. To a I can't do anything that that are like that. But you don't even have to find the job. Just stop creating an environment and a space for yourself that already reduces and eliminates the possibility. Like you're not bullshitting yourself if you say, "I know there's another job for me," rather than say, "There isn't anything for me." It's a very small thing, but it's a it's a huge impactful thing. Absolutely. I mean, one of the challenges that I've given to myself for a few weeks at a time, and I think about it on a regular basis, one thing that I'm actively working on right now that's a little bit different is how I am going to acknowledge a conversation and think about what leads to my my instantaneous reaction. I'll give you a perfect example. I get home last night and I open the garage because I know that I got to bring the trash bags out that have piled up because they didn't come last week. I'm mad because the garage is a mess and there's a bunch of cardboard and Megan has used it as her space to hang out with her friends and things like that. And I haven't said anything about that for a series of months now. It's not 
her fault if I've never acknowledged it. And then for me to all of a sudden blow up all at once. On totally. Her. Silent permission. And I'm good at that too. Like I can have something clicking inside my head. That's something that's bothering me. And I don't take advantage of the opportunity to say something in a healthy way and set an expectation or produce a boundary yeah. of what's acceptable and let it go silently, expecting that someone might get it from yeah, just my feeling. Figure it out. Yeah. So when she came out in the garage and I was kicking the shit out of the way and moving everything and she says to me, like, is everything okay? And she thinks I'm upset. I'm like, no, I'm not like I'm not happy with the way the garage is right now, but I can't be mad at you because I haven't said anything to you. I just want to get it straightened out this weekend. I'm just fixing it right now the way that my emotions are allowing for me to. That, and that was the response. And then she's it's like, okay, I, I guess we got to do that. And then she just starts helping clean up as well. I mean, that was just the difference in me acknowledging, not getting mad at her because it's not her. It's me for not saying anything. But that's something I'm working on right now because I've done that in a few different situations recently. But back a couple months ago, I made a decision that for a week I wasn't going to complain. It's impossible. It's fucking impossible. You can't do that. <laughs> If you don't complain, you're not being honest. There's things that go wrong, and there's things that need to be acknowledged. It's what you do with those problems. Yeah, and I complain about things as much as it's a discipline of something that I that I want to practice. I try to identify what is the fair amount of time to actually bitch and complain about it. You know, and I mean, if you call somebody that you love or somebody that you respect or a friend, there's there's always a great opportunity for validation. I don't want someone, I want someone to validate me just at the beginning, just to see that, you know, there's, and I, there's a, there's something that could be upsetting and it is understandable and yeah, they agree. And yes, that sucks. But I also want somebody in my life, in my environment that says, how long do we want to spend there? Like right. how much time do you want to spend on that? What's All right, the you, acknowledge, you acknowledge it. Great. That's a freaking problem. So do you want to move to the point of like thinking about it as an opportunity? Yeah. And come up with a, what a solution is. How many conversations do you have about what happened in the last hour, three hours that didn't go well? Yeah. Like how long do you spend on that? Why? You're spending more time on that thing that already was an issue. Leave it an issue in the past. And that's a good example it's of environment. If you're hanging around, yeah, if you're hanging around with people that you're like to sit inside it. that space. You're making it longer. Yeah. Bigger. It's taking up space in your head. It's taking up space to be doing something else i mean you'd be better off doing anything else at that moment that's more productive conversation yeah (laughs) you're taking laughter out of your life yeah yeah but those are those are things that can impact the environment if we're not mindful of it right if you have people in your life that just validate all the bad shit and like yeah black cloud this doesn't work that doesn't work it's like yeah all of a sudden that becomes your space and it's not easy to change your environment sometimes i do go back to that alcohol piece because when you're not drinking, there's no reason to hang out in a bar. If you want to go there and watch a game or like there was an activity or something that was going on, I would do that, right? Like, or like live music or an event or something like that. But to go sit in the side of space and torture and, and not torture myself, but be in a space do that doesn't the, align with do me it during the week. Like, why do that? Yeah. Why align? Why put yourself in any situations that don't align with you? Like, you're worth it. Like, people are valuable. I'm, I don't even like going to a bar. I have a bar that I could walk to from my house, and I won't even go there. It's such a funny concept, isn't? Isn't it? Like, if you to go think about, pay more for drinks at a yeah, place, yeah, but that, not even that. Like, you don't know if aliens looked at us, right? And they saw alcohol as something that's poison. Right. And I'm not I don't have anything against alcohol, like whatever people have for a relationship with alcohol, just because I don't drink it doesn't mean that 
Uh, I think anybody else shouldn't, right? I know I know how it how I respond to it, and it doesn't make me any better. It doesn't help me at all. But it would be interesting to look at how perverse it is that there's a substance that people actually consume, and then what it does, what it does is it actually burn it actually burns it burns brain cells. It's poison, right? And we go to a place and pay for people to give us more of it. Like if an alien civilization looked at us and looked at things that impact us in a negative way, it's interesting how so how socially we can jump on that on that bandwagon because of that environment. And I'm going down a, I'm totally yeah, going down a, a rabbit hole with that. But I mean you could say the same thing about tobacco or fast food. I mean you can go into really any of it. But that's the beauty of living in America is where you have the decision, you have the opportunity to make that decision to do certain things. And if you want to operate in coasts and just get by, you can do that. If you want to push and then have more extravagant things sooner than other people, then you can do that. But it's the opportunity to actually have those choices. That's you know really what's great about being here. But yeah, you want to set up your put yourself in an environment that's going to allow you to actually grow. I mean, you can just, you can go back to the, uh, the goldfish scenario. If you put a goldfish in a, you know, one gallon tank, it's only going to fit that tank. If you put it in a pond, the thing is going to grow to be like three feet. You grow into your environment. If you cage yourself or limit yourself, especially with what you say, what you do, how you do it, who you do it with, and just bad decisions that take away, from your ability to actually get up in the morning and just get fucking moving. Yeah. You're not going to be successful in anything that you do. No, you're not going to be successful. It's like if there's something that I'm I'm intentional, I look at people that um that I respect, that I admire, um the people that I want to adopt some of their characteristics or things that they do on a more regular basis and they have a higher, you know, they have a they have a stronger bandwidth in some things. I look at those people and uh, I, identi- I identify that as a resource, not as a not as a person's a materialistic item, right? Mm-hmm. But people that I thoroughly enjoy, and hopefully I contribute to that conversation. But there's so many things that we can do, and people we can connect to that can help us get to that get to that space that we want to work towards, mm-hmm. whether it's business or financial education experience and it's not just it's it's not just people it's even the things that we look at on our phones i mean there's just as much stuff out there turning you the other way on social media if it's something that is you want a different result or a different feeling and you want to grow in a different way and get away from it i think one thing i think one thing for men that can get away and get in the way and maybe i'm short-sighted because i'm just saying men and maybe it's not it's not all men but it's some men you can see some see some type of a picture of a of a woman or some type of a video or something like that, and that draws your attention, right? Whether you're in a healthy relationship and you're happy and you're content and all those things, it can definitely draw you in a direction, and then that can bring you to the next step, and then you get more of that, and you see more of those things, right? They can just trigger more yeah, of the, more of that thought. It's total distraction. Absolutely, and the re- reality is we have too easy of access to those things too. I was talking with a, I got a good group of, of strong, I'd say strong men, you know, one of them, but you know, just men with, men with conviction to be 
gentlemen, right? And that doesn't mean perfect, but they're mindful of consumption. They're mindful of their environment. So if their eyes gaze on a woman, if they're out in public and all of a sudden, hey, I got to get a quick look or I got to check that out. Like that old stupid adage. This is a really stupid adage. I just want to look at the I'm not going to eat anything. I just want to look at the menu. That right there seems like there's innocence to it. I'm just looking at the menu. But what that does is it takes your attention, your mind away from where that where that love and affection where the commitment is and where yeah. the commitment is no matter what it takes a little piece out of there right it's a little bit of a little bit of a moment of 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 distraction and that can grow and that's right. just one and that's just one single example where something like that can bring you down a different path i will say i mean there's situations when it comes to relationships where something like that honestly may make sense if if you were to be in a relationship that's abusive and there's you know a a million a slew of problems and you have someone that's beyond dependent on you obviously you shouldn't be doing other things while you're in that relationship but you should be ending that relationship and moving on that's the discipline and i've made that mistake you know i've made that mistake where i haven't dealt with the situation at hand and put proper boundaries in place and instead allow things into my life that don't make sense and don't meet the standard of which i'd want to live my life and how I want to treat other people like that's 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 happened and it happens it happens all the time the idea is that you learn from those experiences and don't repeat those same things some things I've repeated multiple times in my life and I've had to you know bang my head against the wall several times before I realized there's a freaking wall there but I felt I've it felt really freeing the moment that I realized that the environments that I put myself in that don't align with the things that I want like it's okay because you feel this obligation sometimes like I felt this obligation for people that I needed to be there and be a certain way and be around certain things right like a lot of my a lot of my really good friends they have a different social activity than I do right like I love to watch football some of them like to watch football and have a few beers I love talking with those guys I love hanging out and engaging in that in that atmosphere for some time but then all of a sudden when it's when it when it gets to the point when there's been enough it's okay to step away yeah no, i think saying definitely... i think saying no is okay we're so it's so fucking powerful why would well, we continue to, to put the same us thing all the time I you mean, don't it, have it, to it, you have friends that are there for certain purposes there's people that you'll ski with there's people that you'll talk with there's people that you'll go hang out with there, there's many different like <laughs> reasons to be around certain people Within each of those, talk- I mean, I have friends that I strictly game with. Yeah, I won't hang out with them in person. That's okay too. That I is mean, totally you just okay. Have people are in your life for different reasons or seasons. Yeah, that's all there is to it. You expect it to hit on. You expect it to hit on every single piece and check every single box. Yeah, yeah. that's probably an un- unfair, unfair expectation. Well, and a lot of people have that expectation for a wife, a partner, a best friend, all those things, and they expect them to be that one person that's going to fulfill all those areas. And that's an unfair expectation to put on someone else. No, when I was, I went to, uh, I was going to this therapist. Uh, he actually retired. Just, it was unbelievable. I mean, I was, it was later on in life. So I was uh, much more teachable at the time. And I was looking for solutions and I was kind of, I was just sick and tired of certain types of the way that I was, the way that I was living, the way that I thought about things, the amount of pressure I'd put on myself. Uh, and so there was a lot of aha moments with that 
individual, but it was interesting how many things that he brought to light that I just never really looked at in, in a certain, in a certain way, you know, um, he just gave the freedom of being able to identify that there's things that there's some things that don't, there's some things that don't fit and you can have movement and it, you can improve and you can grow from changing those things inside your life. You don't have to stick to that same path. Yeah, you don't have to. And, you know, sometimes when we think that we're stuck like that, we just repeat that, that same behavior. It's like fixing people. I mean, it's not our job to fix anyone, nor is it, nor is it our, um, it's, it's not our responsibility. And at the same time, we have no business. And what you were making me think about is often in a relationship, I don't even know if it's often, I don't want to use that term because I don't know. I just, all I can talk about is me and some of the things I've seen, my experiences, but like you can put somebody in a relationship that you're in a relationship with. You can Can put them in a God, you can put them in a God complex. Yeah. But bring me back to this. Every single time someone says everybody or 99%, it's like, just all right, relax. You don't know the specifics. Don't act as if you do. I get it a lot. Yeah, how people ma- always many. constants. Like, just ease up. <laughs> yeah, ease up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This is the problem with people. Oh, yeah, really? All people. All people. Do you do that? Yeah, I'm a human. You're the one. You're the one I person am, that's a little different. I am people. Anyways, back to where you're going. I love that you said that. It's so true. I was talking about. When you put somebody on a pedestal and you have all these expectations of who they're going to be, the the lesson that I the lesson that I learned in that was that I was putting them in the place of what would be considered God or would be considered universe or would be considered the ultimate knowing or understanding. You're thinking that's the person that's going to give you fulfillment. When well, you're reality. putting the expectations on something that's perfect when it's not. I mean, it's just so unfair mm-hmm. in that, yeah, that's going to provide you all of that happiness. That's an internal, that's an internal job. That's a personal responsibility. That's what yeah. you, that's what you go find. And you don't find that there's people that, that align with that and there's things that there's gifts that we have through certain pieces. But if my whole life relied on whether or not you, what everything that you did met up and aligned with me and sat and satisfied me, you're going to live what a I, really disappointing life, disappointed life. Yeah. It's going to be sad. One thing that I wanted to talk about when I was thinking about environments and you and I were talking about this the other day, I believe that during the course of college, having held a job was one of the most beneficial things for me as far as just translating into the real world, right? Like, you go away to college, it's almost like summer camp for everyone, and then they come back for the summer and maybe work as a bartender or what have you. I mean, nothing against anyone that goes goes to school and enjoys the process, but... The reality is, if you do that for four years, you're putting yourself in an environment. If you go to a party school or a state school that's just purely dedicated towards that, you're not building any good habits while you're there. You're possibly getting your homework done late at night, getting up. It would be safe to say that you are paddling against the stream in that type of scenario. Doing too many things that are often not good for you. So I implore anyone that's in college to. Get a re- get a job, not a real job. Get a job. Get something that's a commitment outside of school because you're always going to have commitments in addition to school. Anyone that tells me 
that they're too busy with school to work. I mean, you can look at my cousin as an example. He busts his ass. I mean, he's going to pharmacy school. He's going to be a doctor, for God's sake. He's working 50, 60 hours a week sometimes. And some of those hours are for free. I can't think of anyone that's a harder worker when it comes to that type of stuff. I know that there were weeks and the amount when, and the amount of emotional bandwidth it takes for him like, for him to actually learn all of that. Yeah, I mean, for me, it takes in full time in the job during the day. I mean, it takes all of that, all of the bandwidth for creativity and and endurance it gets eaten up within that within the day. So never mind having to you know do that and with a really in, in, in intense job like what he has, right? And then still be able to. I think the biggest thing is just. Pushing those boundaries. If you say I have too much going on, I can't handle it. You know, that's that's not doable. I went to the gym, I went to school, and I went to work. I'd get to work most mornings at three thirty a.m. I would get up at two forty-five a.m. I would nap between classes or go to the gym, depending on how much sleep I had. I would schedule my sleep around my classes. Yeah, and then I would. In some instances, when I when it was nice out and the weather was good enough, I would actually detail cars. I can very vividly remember a fourteen hour day that started at three thirty a.m. that I ended at you know what what time would that be six p.m. on a Friday after working the entire day and then detailing cars for a whole day. And I remember being just a different kind of exhausted. Yeah, I know I can't do those. I probably can. I'm limiting myself just by even saying that I can't do those things now. I know yeah. I could do those things now, but I also value sleep a little bit more than I did at that point in my life. I think at a younger age, it doesn't matter. But I want to get back to the point of your environment through college and the environment that you decide to present yourself with. You can go do those those fun things. You can go out and have fun with friends. But if it's an every single day item, like a pure focus on on ruining brain cells. Yeah. No, when I destroying get, brain yeah. cells. When I got when, a, when I got out of high school, developed. that's what it was. Like you come home from work, you get a, you know, it started off it was a couple beers and, you know, smoke a joint with somebody and then the whole thing I actually said smoke a joint cuz you smoked joints back then, right? Yeah. And then it turned into like a six pack and then it turned into a 12 pack and then that was an everyday thing. So by the time you hit Friday and Saturday, you partied. Oh, I partied on New Year's this year. I had a drink and a half. I poured out the second drink. I fell asleep at Actually, 10. I, didn't have a whole I fell asleep half. at 10:30. Yeah, it I was glorious. Up last week no, I 10:30. was up I know. Yeah. La- last week I was up till 1 almost every night. I screwed up my sleep schedule so much. I have done that. Like I've reached to the point where I'm staying up really I'm staying up really late and all of a sudden I pass the opportunity to go to sleep and I'm like I'm just awake now. It doesn't matter. Then I have it's to make a decision. Like it's almost like you got to stay up the extra hour and a half so you can get the full sleep cycles in. It's better to get four like four hour and a half cycles than it is to wake up in the middle of the next one. Do you remember we were up we were up really late one night out by the fire hanging out there here? And yeah, we were hanging out by the fire and it just got really late and it got later and got later and got later. The next day, I mean, I don't drink, but just hanging out. I felt hung over the next day. I think I had a full 12 back then. <laughs> <laughs> I had that, like I can't even do that now. Yeah, well it's it's interesting because it it really it literally rocked me and at a certain point like I can think about times where I'll sit up and I'll watch TV and I'll get stuck on a I'll get stuck on this episode cuz I'm just 
I'm chilling. I'm partying. Mm-hmm. Like Erica and I will say, like, we're partying tonight. You know what that means? We're partying tonight. It means we're going to sit down. We're going to eat some popcorn. We're going to sit there and we're going to binge watch something. Three episodes of Ozark. And you get in. Yeah. And it's like you get an episode four or five. You don't even really know what's going on anymore. Like for me, I can't even remember really the next day. You know, it's almost like it's you're too tired. Your bandwidth is lost. You're you're done with that. I'm actually amazed how much I really don't watch TV anymore. I mean, it it takes effort for me to sit down on the couch and I find myself my back hurting after being on the couch for an hour. So that's why I don't really like it. I haven't watched TV in three days. My computer. Yeah. And then I find myself reading articles about things I'm interested in or learning about investing or researching companies and a lot of those items. What I wanted to finish on with college and something that worked really well for me that you and I were talking about the other day is while I held a job, it gave me the opportunity to do what I'm passionate about, which was drive what I thought were nice cars. They were nice cars for someone my age I was probably you know quote unquote one percenter for a college kid driving a brand new vehicle and I'm not saying that in a bragging way by any means I know that I set myself up to do that and I put myself in in environments where I was then going to the college um, college car show for Southern New Hampshire University where there's other students there that have a passion for cars so now you're joining your passion with something that is also enabling you to become a better person or a a smarter person. And it doesn't have to be college, but often the people that you surround yourself with that are in school and enjoy nice cars are probably doing some of the right things to have those things. Sure. Probably for the long term as well. So that that was something I just wanted to bring up. I always love that your hobbies and your passions were things that were healthy, you know, I mean, all the difference, the difference with the things that you did is you put your energy into things that improved your life. And I think that being that busy, like I can relate to being when I I am so much more um, capable and achieve so much more when I have a lot going on, when I'm busy. A perfect example is coming off the holidays, coming off the holidays. A week is plenty of time. Because at the end of that week, I forget how to be as productive. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of what happens to me. And maybe other people are different. And, you know, it's like... But snap right back into it. I do snap back into it, but it's like sometimes it's like enough is enough. Yeah. And that's a perfect example of becoming a part of the environment. Well, well I mean, I struggled last week. I'll go to the gym week. in the morning. I can go anytime today. I'm I, off all day. I struggled last week because I expect everyone to be, you know, wanting to work like I do. <laughs> And that's just not the case. It's almost like the week between Christmas and New Year's is like Twilight Zone. It feels so good when you do it, though, doesn't it? Meaning like... Yeah, having a lightened week and just stepping back and letting it kind of And staying engaged and not letting that stuff fall to the side. You know something that I think is something that people can take away? I remember when... You want you, know, you talk about the influence of the people and the environment they're in. You know, it's like you wrote down. It's like you want to be around people that appear or that live in a similar way. That there's an attractiveness of what it is that you want to be or how you want to live or what you want to accomplish. You're not gonna you're not gonna accomplish that very easily if you're aligning yourself with people that don't 
do those things. You're going to work against, you're going to be swimming against that current. You're going to be going against the grain. I remember early in my career when there was an opportunity for me to be a leader and be a supervisor that the people that I was hanging around with at work, coworkers, uh, friends, and people that I, people that I enjoyed associating with, I had different responsibilities. And I remember when I started taking those responsibilities seriously and trying to accomplish the job and and perform in a position as it was as it was asked of me, that I got some feedback from some of them. It was like, oh, you're brown nosing, huh? Oh, you're walking around like you got a stick up your ass, right? And it's Which like, relates to two episodes ago, your relationship with your boss. Yeah, 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 it does. That's right. And I remember making a conscious decision like, Maybe yeah, three, I, don't know. I am different in this. In this right now, I am different. I am acting different because I want something different. It's like if you're at work and you, know, you go out to the go out to the smoke spot and vape and do whatever else, but yet you want to you want to be managing your job differently and you want to grow and you want to succeed dress the part that you want to be right i mean within reason you're not going to come into a three-piece suit if there's something that you're doing is is active and you're outside and right but i'm just you know be that person be that person that presents like wanted to do put yourself towards that that's how what's going to get you recognized you're going to have to go different you want to be you want to be a smaller percentage of of people that are successful right and separate yourself from the masses well, then those are the things that you have to set yourself to do and step away from that other stuff. And, and it doesn't mean to judge anyone that doesn't want to do it. It just means that you've got to work with intention. Put yourself in the fucking environment. Well, more often than not, people that are judging you are the ones that are remaining the same. Yeah. Right? Or maybe deep down they want to do that. Yeah. And it's something that they want. Maybe there's a jealousy. Maybe there's an envy. Maybe there's something like that. Maybe they're disappointed in themselves or... Maybe it's just, yeah, it's some sort of a resentment. When it comes down ways. to, like like you said, if you dress the part or dress the part you want to be, dress for the role that you want to have, that's easy, too. You don't need to be rich to do those things. I mean, I, I remember going to H&M and buying, I think it was a pair of 40 or $50 boots that they looked really good. They were nice brown leather, and they zipped up on the side, so I didn't actually have to lace them up every time I put them on, but... You wear something like that, and then you have a, uh, you know, a nice belt, and you wear a watch. None of which has to be expensive, but all of which just ties together an outfit. It's that a great you point. Wear clean. Put yourself together, right? Every I'm wear, the shirt that I'm wearing right now is Amazon Basics. Now, granted, I won't continue to buy all the things that support Amazon. That being said, I wear black T-shirts now. Black and white t-shirts, mostly, 90% of the time. That's my undershirt or my everyday shirt. It's simple. It's clean. I like, I'd rather wear a nice pair of shoes and wear a, you know, a nice watch and spend the money on those things that are going to last a while. I think it was Steve Jobs and Bill Gates that had like, I think it was Steve Jobs. He had, if you opened up his closet, they said it was like all of the same pants, all of the same shirts. He made his decision-making process really easy. Yeah. Right. Now I like, I like some style. But it doesn't take money to make sure that you're groomed properly, that you're clean, 
that your nails are clipped. Yeah. Right. Like all those little things, all you those can little keep things simple. matter. You can keep it simple. Like yeah. you said, and it doesn't have to be expensive. It's not about money. No. You can go to Marshall's, you can go to TJ Maxx, you can go, I mean, you can go to, you can go to Goodwill and you find stuff. Me not I spending bought, money I on bought all stuff those, there. All those things that I might want in a way, they're not that much of a priority, right? Like a really expensive pair of shoes. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy some someday, but yeah. I, I don't believe I'm at the level that I deserve that. It's not necessary. You know, it's not it's not for me to say who does or does not deserve something, but I just don't believe that I'm I do. I remember someone saying to me recently, like, Man, you dress so nice. Like, where do you get all your clothes? It's like, Well, this is from Costco. Marshalls, this Marshalls. This is from Marshalls. And Marshalls. Yeah, and I bought these shoes on Amazon. Like yeah. that's the reality. You and that's just we're talking about clothing, but there's things you can do that are very inexpensive. It's like um you know, people want to live the way that they want to live and there's no judgment. But if you want something different, you can make small changes like your yard, right? You can rake it. You can mow it. You can make sure that it's tidy. You can make sure that's cleaned up. That's it. There's nothing in there that costs, that costs money. Yeah. It's how you want, you know, it's like, that's an environment. You come, you come to a desk that's messy and your shit's all over the place. You're going to tell me that there's not some confusion inside your mind that needs to figure out where stuff is. Simplify it. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, I, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I make the joke about being OCD because I keep all my stuff straightened out on the desk. It works better for my mind. It's yeah. the environment. When we sit inside this room, I turn that big overhead light off because it feels like a spotlight. Instead, mm-hmm. you get nice lighting, right? <laughs> Your I mean, environment I'm, impacts so much. All I'm the time. super ADD. I, I found that I have 30, 40 tabs open on my computer at a time. When I sit down behind a clean computer, like and, and start from scratch, I'm better off because I'll actually stay focused on something as opposed to catching a title of a website that I meant to go back to at some point. That oh, it's so crazy. It's too. like I, I just oh, there's so many distractions just on my screen. Do you ever open up your email and it's like, do you want to open up the last several documents you had open when you closed your computer? It's like, yep, and it goes bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, my God. I, I'm and then not I go kidding. through a whole have... other day with nine documents opened, yeah. of, of which I'd only need one to complete and finish. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's terrible. It, that That's something I struggle with. Not to mention it slows down the computer that I'm using at work all the time. Which it almost crashed today. It had to go through like a whole reboot procedure. That place that you're working for is cheap. You got to talk those people into buying <laughs> you another PC. You should just get one. I'm just gonna get an, another laptop. I think. Well, the the problem is the laptop that I would get is just going to replace my current laptop, and I think about that as if that needs to be my own money, and I don't want to spend that money right now. So that's the internal dialogue. I if it does up. the job and it's the job that you need, we've already talked about yeah. that. He's gonna get the right tools. Right. That's the thing too, right? Like you don't you don't use a screwdriver to bang a nail. Yeah. Right? Unless you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, keep setting yourself up for success. And take care of your shit. Yeah. That's another thing too. Like it it's interesting sometimes I think that you know, people that have nice things, sometimes it's not it's not the fact that they have a lot of money. It's just like when you that have something, take you take care of it. Yeah. You hold value, you take pride in it. Whether it's your car, keep it clean. I mean, you get inside of a messy car and you just wait to the point that it gets that it gets to the point where you have to just go through the whole thing and give it a whole complete cleaning. It's How like, fun is that? And you don't feel good. It's yeah. amazing. You take whatever your car is, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter. Just keep it neat, keep it clean, yep. keep it uncluttered. 
right? You stay organized. You keep your stuff in. You keep your stuff in order. It's amazing what it does for the mind. Right. You create more of that order in your life. It's all the environment, all of that stuff. Yeah, it's all the little things you do, and you don't have to master them overnight. You just be cognizant of them. Yeah. Make those subtle changes. Yeah. No, that was that was a really good topic. Is there anything else that you want to uh, stem off of? Any action items? Yeah, I think the action items are, I'd, I'd say there's always an opportunity to audit what your environment is, what you're consuming, what you're looking at, the people in your life. Do they do they align with you? Um, and they create op- boundaries for the things that don't. Yeah, and the boundaries and the boundaries don't necessarily mean uh, isn't necessarily a negative. It's just you're bringing yourself to a certain point, right? If you don't drink and you go to a party, you give yourself a boundary at a certain time that you leave. If you have boundaries with how much you're willing to give another person without reciprocation then you give yourself that boundary. Yeah. And if you don't put those boundaries in place and you continually continuously allow that to happen with silent permission or things of that nature, don't be don't be surprised by a negative outcome, a one that doesn't bring you there. So it is important to put boundaries in place. You put boundaries inside inside your vehicle, right? You set a little rule for yourself. Whatever I take in it, I take out of it. Set boundaries on the amount of time that you take care of your home. Put boundaries on on what you find yourself leaving your house and how you're dressed or how what your appearance is. Put boundaries on on your relationships. You know, if there's toxic people, get rid of it. Life's yeah. too fucking short. Like, put these things in place. You're worth it. People are you're valuable. How you care about things, it does matter. And if it doesn't fit with you, that's okay. Put you don't owe anybody on, an explanation. Put boundaries on the the bad habits. I mean. I don't wash my pants every single time I, I change them. That doesn't mean they have to go on in a pile on the floor. They could go back in the closet Fold and then all of a sudden hang them. Your, your room is now clean instead of creating a pile of clothes that you I then have, have to take care of later. I'm so jacked up right now. I have to make my bed every day because I like to. it feels like when I go to bed at night, I like to pull the blankets back and get into a bed that was made. I just can't do if it they're not, in it. <laughs> I'd make my side. Yeah. I totally do. I just set it up. I just, it's one of those things. I pack my gym bag for the next day. You know, when I make my coffee in the morning, I put my lunch in my bag. Like I just, I do, I do all of well, those things. Well, you saw how my bed looked when I lived here, right? I, only one side of it was used. All the pillows were on the left side. I don't sleep on the entire bed or mess the whole bed up. I would just fold, basically have everything folded over. And if it was just a decision as to whether or not I was going to pull the blanket back up to the pillow or not. I don't know. I might be, I might be like, uh, I might just be stuck in my ways with some things, but even if I'm, if I stay at someone's house as a guest, I'm very intentional about where I put my stuff, where I leave my stuff. I yeah, take that's, my shoes that's off the door and I make the bed. I'm conscious of. I, I don't want to come off like I'm a messy person. Throw a wet towel on yeah. their floor. Or, no way. Yeah. No, you, you definitely got to think about those things. Is there anything else that you want to add to that? No, I think we hit it. I think so too. Yeah, we're coming up on 45 minutes. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. It boosts the algorithm, allowing us to grow and do more of what we love. If you found any value in this podcast, please share it. That's how we get more listens and that's how we can do this a lot more. How can people connect with you? Connect with me. Uh, You can reach me via email. So... um, 
my email is actually nblake at thealivecommunity.com. That's how you can reach out to me. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram and see some of the content that, that I post there, uh, my Instagram handle is at njblake94, N-J-B-L-A-K-E-9-4 on Instagram. What about you? Dave Blake 13 on Instagram, dblake at thealivecommunity.com. And uh, yeah, I love connecting with people and love making myself available and being of service and appreciate everybody that listens to this. And yeah, like it, share it with somebody. Yeah, however you can incorporate yourself and help us grow. You all, every one of you listeners at this level are integral to our future. So if you want to keep hearing these, make it happen. Yeah. And a comment's a comment, negative, positive, doesn't matter. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Help us improve. So thank you for listening. If you've made it to this point and allowing for this hobby to become a passion of mine. Peace. Love. Adios.